Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. For some, this will make sense. Who knows where it's at because it is just a proposal in regards to new legislation that would encourage employees to disconnect from work and sustain a healthier work-life balance. Labor minister, it's kind of your job, so you're supposed to be throwing these things at the wall (laughs) to to see what sticks. But he's introduced, so uh, Labor Minister Monty McNaughton has introduced the Working for Workers Act, which would require employers with 25 employees or more to develop policies that would give them the right to disconnect. Going, you know what, it's 7.30 p.m. I I just gave you eight hours. I'm not going to, quote, get ahead on things for tomorrow. I'll do tomorrow's work tomorrow. So they said it setting up expectations for email response times, encouraging employees to turn on their out of office notifications when they aren't working, which I owe a massive apology to like two different departments trying to email me Friday and yesterday. <laughs> so I did all the little things. It's yeah. the one thing I forgot to do on my way out the door. I Uh-oh. Yeah, I like this. There are companies that definitely want you to do this already. They mm-hmm. say, you know, it's. Even though, I mean, we're not an industry that's like a punch in, punch out at the same time, sort of nine to five, exactly kind of thing. There are companies that are like that. And they say, you know, punch out at five o'clock, not because you're getting paid by the minute or anything like that, but just because your day's done. Like, don't don't burn yourself out. Which is a nice gift because the long term is that if you have a the understanding would make sense that if you have an employee that feels there is a good balance between work and life, they're going to be productive in both. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Going to be a better employee. And think about this. I mean, we are in the middle of the great resignation. Let's just assume everywhere is understaffed. Good employees who love their job will also probably refer other good employees that could love their job mm-hmm. to your workplace, right? For yep. sure. So I used to be addicted to checking work email in the afternoon. I used to be addicted to it. The plus side is, is that ever since I've joined the wonderful compass or umbrella of Bell Media, our webmail is so messy with <laughs> adding it to our phone. I can't do it. It just doesn't work. But that makes me that makes me look forward to the morning check, you know? You see, oh, what's, the, what's, what's going on? What yeah, are you know what? I don't even have access to it. So. And it's most of the time not. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> Christmas morning without the Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no switch under the tree. Yeah. Damn it. There, now, there's so, others to the aside saying uh, this would be devastating because there are some businesses that, well, yes, we, we don't always ask our employees to lean in and work extra hours. There's going to be situations where the clients need it. But if we lean so hard in this law... It's going to just be a workaround of, like, I know what my rights are. Well, now this client has been failed by the company, and so it's the it can't be uh, one one stroke, broad stroke covers everyone. Hmm, interesting. I don't like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the businesses Could, are like, no, we need to overwork our employees. They yeah. need to be working on their well, time Well, it's not off. a matter of overworking, but if you work nine to five, and, and like a, they said, for example, there's this law firm they talked to. They said, no, we understand it, but we have had times where there was a major crisis over the weekend, and we've had to ask our employees, hey, can you look at this? We need this. And then someone going, well, I'm disconnected, so I can't touch that. He, hear me out. Yeah. There's a term for that. It's called being on call. And you get paid for that time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. It's a totally doable and avoidable situation. Exactly. Other exactly. businesses. Hey, <laughs> like, I'm with you. No one needs to work for free. I don't believe in a free lunch. Never have, no, never No, for will. sure, yeah. So we'll see. Again, It's uh, it's been pushed out there. Going to need some support for this to become law, but we'll see. And others are saying, pfft. What benefit is this legislation? It just you're, you're enunciating what the law already is because there's overtime hour laws, etc. I said, but yeah, you talk to people in your circles, ask them. Yeah, I mean, we in theory have overtime laws. 
Are, are you going to be the one to go knock on your desk? Yeah. You owe me you for four hours. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't get fixed. It gets removed sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on three. See how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. He's sort of retired now, and he wants to spend his billions. But we know he's trying to live to be at least a thousand. So does it shock anyone that Jeff Bezos is proposing a new massive commercial space station called Orbital Reef that allows tourists to go up and hang out, have a good time, vacation getaways, science experiments, and even in-space manufacturing? So when you're up there, if your charging cord for your iPhone dies, you can get an Amazon Basics shipped to you within uh-huh. 24 hours. I- of course he wants manufacturing <laughs> in space. Oh. Uh. Uh. So, ah. Just so announced bad. Boeing is on board a company, uh, a space startup called Sierra Space. They're looking, it's going to start at about 10 to 12 billion. That's the base model space station. Because you got to figure, you've got the International Space Station. It's built purely for function, not for look, design, yeah, nothing aesthetic, aesthetics, yeah. nothing comfortable. If you're going to build a space station that people have to pay money to go to, it better be super sexy. It better be like a hard rock hotel, but in outer space. <laughs> well, they better space call Bobby Burke from the Fab Five then. That's r- Put honestly, some shiplap up there. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> some space shiplap. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so NASA, too, they, they're dealing with a 20-plus-year-old International Space Station. So this, this new one might be the go-between... When that one starts to become too old and too expensive to maintain, they can rent some space. Think of like a mall. They'd be a tenant. Space, space B&B? Yeah, they'd be beside Gene Machine or something like that. Uh-huh. They'd yeah. do their experiments. Or maybe they'd just be kind of in the center aisle, like towards the food court in one of those carts that sells you cases <laughs> to your cell phone. Yeah. Don't know yet. They'll work on that. But they feel that this could be a really fun an exciting place for people because right now it's the pay hundreds of thousands of dollars and you fly up and you do a big arc and see we're kind of in space you float for a few seconds and you're down again this would allow you to go on hey Alora Mill for the weekend or space for three days what do you want to do uh, Alora Mill <laughs> what do you yeah. nope. <laughs> the spa is way better yeah I get it I get it's it's still real early and I don't know if we're there yet because two other little points that they're looking at is Bezos wants to create this, this micro-environment or these, these pods so you would be able to do spacewalks without wearing a spacesuit. You'd just, you'd be in a capsule say the size of the room you're in, Laura, or the one that Benny and I are in, and it's totally sealed, but there'd be like control arms, you know the crane at like the arcade where you pick up the stuffies? We're the little aliens from Toy Story. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> we, we'd be inside these little pods floating around and we could do stuff with the little mechanical arms. That doesn't seem terrifying at you all. Could, you could be in outer space in your flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> Your O'Neill board shorts and outer space. I, wow. I, I'm kind of, I'm excited to see what the orbital reef will look like. I just hope it gets built before my end of days. I don't think so. No? It will, it'll be, clearly be before Bezos' end of days. Yeah. He's living to a thousand. Yeah. So. <laughs> Damn it. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. <laughs> and Jeff, Laura, Backstage Ben present the pumpkin drive through <laughs> that's all i have 
Oh, man. Yeah, you're not going to have a voice I've got a little scratchy voice anyway. (laughs) We're pumped. The pumpkin drive-thru is back, and we're expanding. I guess you almost qualified as a franchise now. Yeah. The Kitchener-Waterloo franchise is set to open for for this Friday. It's our annual just a couple of days prior to. We set up a nice little shop for you to come on by and get free pumpkins. And normally in, in regular times, it's candy and other treats. We are, however, doing... A contest for Swedish House Mafia tickets, but we've got two spots that you can join us this year for the pumpkin drive-thru. Oh, yes. It's going to be super awesome. So, if you're in London, you want to go to Tourism London between 7.30 and 10 in the morning, or while supplies last, uh, and get yourself some pumpkins from customers, and it's going to be amazing. If you're in Waterloo Region, you want to go to the Kitchener City Market, get yourself some pumpkins, again, between 7.30 and 10 in the morning, or while supplies last, uh, from Good Family Farm, Downtown Kitchener, and uh, the Kitchener City market plus side in Kitchener is that the market's actually on that day so there's gonna be vendors and stuff too but either way doesn't matter which one you go to all you have to do is show up in your vehicle pop your trunk we'll put the pumpkin right in it's very socially distant it's safe we have a thruples costume that we're gonna split up between two different (laughs) cities and hopefully people still get it oh uh, I did get an email back from uh, the legal department Ben is not allowed to do a pumpkin slingshot Uh, Uh, they feel the liability of projectiles it's so no good. air cannon then either. Nope. Oh, no, no, yeah. we're going to roll wow. the t-shirt gun, about, even for small gourds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about just like a pumpkin granny shot where we lowball it and sauce it up, but then people catch it in a laundry basket. It's like yep. pumpkin baseball. The weight of an 8 to 10 pound pumpkin will most definitely <laughs> knock over those, <laughs> even with good balance. <laughs> I think it's just going to be pop the trunk and we'll put it in, open the back door, we'll place it on the seat, we'll buckle it in to make sure it gets home safely. But I, I, I think that's the extent of the interaction. Now, okay. we, do, we do have a whole year to figure out because this time next year, as we're seeing restrictions to be loosened, We'll be back. I would like to knock on all the wood. That we'll have a normal vibe and feeling to Halloween. So then we'll be able to give the full experience, the full effect for all with our pumpkin drive-thru. But couldn't be any more excited to have this popping off uh, in the Kitchener Market, too, this year. Yeah. So all the fun, all the Halloween things that we will continue to remind you between now and Friday morning. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. When you save someone's life... And then you kind of sort of regret it after the fact. (laughs) This this potentially may have to break into two pieces of the story and then the regret in the aftermath. It it, it may. I'll I'll see how this tells. So, mentioned tail end of last week, I was was coaching a a kids hockey team, U12, and had our first tournament. And for those kids, first tournament or big time competition in about 18 months. So you can imagine the level of excitement. So off to Ottawa we go. I'd lived there for a couple of years. Super excited to go back to a town I know quite well. Out for a team meal on Friday night. Everybody then hops in their Ubers. And we were only maybe six or seven blocks. A few people walked, but... We thought, okay, it might rain again. Sure enough, as soon as we get into the Uber, it starts raining again. What a relief. It's my wife, my 10-year-old, and our Uber driver. We're all in the back seat. So we're driving and approaching the hotel, and it's just the final left-hand turn to get onto the street, onto Cooper Street, where the hotel is. And he comes to the intersection, kind of glance, going, I don't know if I would have taken that. Bam! And I see a flash across the hood. Oh, my God. We just hit someone. Oh, a person, not even another vehicle. No, no, no. It was definitely a human being. Oh, my gosh. Instinct kicks in. Don't want to brag, but we did have the four-hour CPR first aid training (laughs) through work. 
So I feel like, uh, you know, the weapons in the arsenal are ready to be pulled out at any time. So now Sarah and I hop out of the, uh, the Uber immediately and, and see this fella on the ground. Run over, make sure. Okay, so we got to do the ABCs. We go through the whole process. I'm supporting his neck. Sarah's kind of checking things out. He's talking to us. He's a little dinged up because he just got hit by a, by a Toyota RAV4. Oh, Goodness. Well, not massive, not an Escalade. It's still a car. And when you meet it, uh, it's not going to go well if you're just a, a, a regular human across the hood, um, not in superhero like. So we're assessing what we find out to be 64 year old Kevin. It's raining, torrential downpour. It, think of the notebook in that embrace scene. That's you're the embracing rain. embracing Kevin like that? Yeah, we were pretty much embracing Kevin, trying to keep him dry, the rain. A wonderful woman came up and said, hey, please use my umbrella. So I'm holding the umbrella while stabilizing his neck, waiting on EMS to get there. Thankfully, they arrived in short order, and we're just trying to small talk. But Kevin, he's got some pain from his hip down his, his femur kidding. towards his knee. I think he just starskied across a moving vehicle. Yeah. 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 yeah it was uh, thankfully not an open fracture because I I don't know what I yeah. would have been with yeah. a bone exposed out of a leg. But um, thankfully, in quick summary, EMS get there. They assess him, neck brace, the whole bit. We're, we're getting Kevin up. This is scary. This is about uh, 20 to 25 minutes, all while just raining, 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 raining. Get over and we're like, Kevin, you're going to be okay. You're just trying to throw words of encouragement. Kevin, it's fine. You've got the pros are here. You're good. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Kevin, I'm so sorry this happened. Like, you know, I didn't, the Uber driver standing there like, what do you want me to do? Mm, there's a few things I want to do to you. But <laughs> all that being said, you, you, you feel like, okay, the help is there. Kevin's going to be okay. He's yeah. going to get to the hospital. And as he's laying on his back and he looks up to me and then off to the right, my wife, and he goes... Can you believe this is the fourth time I've been hit by a car? Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just gave a cat another life. Oh. Well, that, so it's not the Uber. It's Kevin. It's you, Kevin. <laughs> oh my gosh. Poor Kevin. <sighs> Poor Kevin. Poor hood of the Uber driver's car. Wait, what? Because he got hit four times, it makes it his fault? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah. Santa Claus parades. Are you ready? Well, some are not. Not not happening. Oh. No. Okay. There's a couple. And, and basically... Based on just funding and logistics through COVID, you understand. So in Guelph, for a second year in a row, no parade. Santa will appear at the Sparkle in the Park event, though, in Riverside Park. That's during the last week of November. North Dumfries, their usual parade, also canceled. Hespler, canceled, but they're hoping to do a drive through style. So the uh, according to the City of Cambridge, too, their parade committee is working with public health on a plan. So to be determined... Then you've got in Kitchener, Waterloo, the drive through format. They're going to go back with that. That's from the chair of, uh, of that organization saying, so it worked, worked well. So yep. there's a couple of dates. We'll post all this. One's going to be at the Odd. The other one's going to be at Rim Park at the end of November. So there's some options. But this on the heels of London announcing that the Santa Claus Parade will be coming back and the OG route. Oh, yeah. Ripping down Dundas Street. It's definitely going to be a Amazing. thing. It's the last couple of years of COVID. Like we, Santa arrived in a helicopter. 
you know. Baller. Socially distant Pope mobile at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus won that uh, prize at the last golf tournament he went to, eh? Yeah, Helicopter sure. ride with yeah. two. <laughs> Him and the missus just sure. up there. Sure did. So that thing, that, that's approaching soon, though, November 13th. Oh, and man. Then- that's crazy to me. You know why? Because I know that there have been, and obviously as time goes by, you're allowed to make things a little bit more open. We know that. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised, though, because I do know some uh, events that have happened where it has been, you know, it's from public health. You cannot encourage any kind of gathering at all if mm-hmm. you are certain types of organizations. Yeah, I mean. and when the city tells you to do certain things about restrictions, then to say, but come on down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's that. I, I, I get it. I get it. But they've obviously worked with their own individual health units to go, what's allowed, what's not allowed, how can we make this work? They will, not shockingly, uh, ask people to have some distance from one another. And he's, even as we've seen, as some of these numbers have opened up on all levels, Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, it's not a sellout. A lot of big sports venues locally, it's not a sellout. Not everybody's quite comfortable nope, for yet. for sure. Yep. yep. So there is that. And then uh, a special note to St. Thomas, the fine town where Backstage Ben, lay, uh, backstage ben lays his head in his backstage bed. Yeah. <laughs> Each and every night, a magical Christmas stationary Santa Claus parade in the drive-by format is going to be a Pinafore Park. Pinafore Park. It was good. We did it last year, yeah. and it was great. Yep. All the high schools still got involved, and they had their own setups and everything. It was cute. Oh, like they, they come out and sing and all that stuff? Oh, God, no. No, they just, they did like a setup, and then oh. set it up and left. Oh. <laughs> I thought they were actually there, like, okay, here's the choir, and they're going to yeah. sing uh, some Christmas carols for Rudolph the Red knows reindeer for 70 times in a row. Yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> but we'll build out a little list on socials. It, it can be added to and equally if any other info drops and some of those that are still undecided, we will have that for you as the next couple of weeks. I'm still, I remember as a kid it being a December thing. Driving into Owen Sound like the second week of December for the Santa Claus Parade. But because I remember just oodles and oodles of snow and all the fun that I came think with it. Santa has the same issue nowadays, though. Like I remember it being in December too, but I think he just gets so booked up. He's yeah, got he's holiday parties early. to attend yep. too. Oh yeah, gotta have right. the office shindig before everybody goes out on the sleigh. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Gotta sw- fly by a few malls too. Like there's a lot. You know? Santa's got a busy, a lot, yeah. busy tight schedule. So fair enough. So that is the lay of the land to this point, with uh, London being the, the the latest to to add into those announcements. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip on Virgin Radio. Don't forget, you may hear a Marvel Avengers quote during this Get Us Gossip. If you do, text us and tell us which Marvel Avengers said it at 11053 or 975975, and you could win tickets to the Marvel Avengers Station Immersive Exhibition in Toronto. So, Ed Sheeran. Ed, what's going on here? He posted mini previews of all of his new songs off Equals. You can listen to them all on his YouTube page. But there's a bit of an issue here. Check out First Times. The first kiss, the first night, the first song that made you cry. The first drink, red wine, on a step in Brooklyn night. Excuse me, it is just basically a twin of A-Team. White lips, pale face, breathing in snowflakes, burnt lungs, sour taste. 
Like the only difference is that when A Team was released, everybody was on a big Jason Raz kick, and yeah. it just has that bit of a vibe to it. But seriously, that's it. They're basically identical. Anyway, you can listen to all the other songs on his album. Those little preview clips. I guess that's what he has to do now since he's locked down and quarantined with COVID uh, on his YouTube page. Yeah, I hear uh, "Shape of Me" is a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> Mansion on the mountain. <laughs> Uh, on Sunday, Meg the Stallion, she was at the Formula One U.S. Grand Prix, and she was approached by Sky News reporter who was a former racer, Martin Brundle, for an interview. But here's the thing. He's known for getting into awkward interviews. And while he's trying to ask Meg the Stallion questions, her management team gets kind of angry and tries to shoo him away. That's their secret cap. They're always angry. Megan the Stallion, you're a you're a freestyle rapper. Um, I think she's happy. Okay, boss. You're a freestyle rapper. Have you got any rap for us today on Formula One? <laughs> I have no rap today. I'm sorry. Uh, who are you support? Who are you supporting in the race? The end of that, her security is basically saying, you can't do that. I can because I did. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward and amazing. Uh, everybody on Twitter, though, is basically saying, is this the most awkward piece of live TV ever? Well, for Martin Brundle, it might be. This is interesting. This news popped off over the weekend. Reports are saying that Ryan Gosling is just about ready to sign the dotted line and be Ken in the Barbie movie. Here's the issue. He was actually already floated around to be Ken in the Barbie movie a few years ago, and he already said no. He already said no to scheduling conflicts. Benny, you were right. Last time we mentioned this, this movie has been in the works for so long. Production was supposed to start in 2017. Amy Schumer already dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. Uh, Margot Robbie's still attached to the film, but I just, I'm just saying, this is not giving me good vibes. I think this movie is cursed. I like that they're scheduling conflicts for four plus years. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm still busy. No, no, can't yeah. do it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm busy forever. Yeah. You just not call me ever again. <laughs> but anyway, I guess Ryan Gosling and I actually, they must have thrown enough money to Adam because he's, he's now considering it again. The, the plot line is supposed to be based on Barbie's lifeline and possible money problems. But I just, again, unless you have GI Joe in there, like trying to like. Throw a little bit of action into it. I don't know. Backstage Sadie is a gigantic Barbie fan. She loves all the Barbie cartoons on Netflix mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. She does not want to watch Barbie struggle with financial yeah. issues. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't need yeah, Barbie just... rolling change to buy a meal. Like I... <sighs> She maybe has a pink it's Cadillac. Yeah, a pink, yeah. Yeah, smart car. Yeah, but maybe this is a result of Barbie listening to all the millennials like me who grew up with her, thinking, complaining now that we didn't get financial literacy in school. Maybe they're like, now it's time to learn. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Barbie's responsibility. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben, my station. Virgin Radio. Black market, um, electronics, uh, t- trading cards, running shoes, stolen phone. Like, they're black markets for pretty much anything and everything. Uh, illicit drugs. Organs. Organs. Uh, organs. Yeah. Thank you. Really good one. I, I mean, any of you that's a deep, like the deep web kind of place is yeah. where you go for those yeah. mm-hmm. black market. But Lego? Oh. So, understanding is, even pre-pandemic, there's been a bit of a spike in Lego thefts. Police just did a massive seizure of 171 Lego sets. You'd go, whoop de doo move on, boring news story. <laughs> but when those sets total out to $140,000 yeah. US, yeah. 
then your ears perk up a little bit. But it started with, a, I guess, a robbery this summer at a, an actual brick and mortar in a four-star Amazon store. And these were some special edition, limited editions, uh, pieces and oh, yeah. collectibles. And sure enough, they found their way to another store where that dude basically had someone go shoplift it all. And then he got caught. Well, I have inadvertently participated in the market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Facebook. Honestly, Facebook Marketplace is not a good place for black market stuff. I didn't realize at the time, but it was like, the backstory was like, oh, got two for a birthday or Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Got it up for sale. And then, so I got it. And then as I was there, they said, um, like, oh, you, like, do you collect it? It was a Super Mario Lego, which is awesome, by the way. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm like my, my son, mostly. I mean, I build it and play Good with it. Good cover but, story. Yeah. <laughs> but then they're like, oh, we've got lots more if you want. I'm like, wait a minute. You said that this was like a one off from a How birthday. How many birthdays did your yeah, kid exactly. have in the calendar <laughs> yeah. year? Oh, wow. Now, yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, you hear about construction sites, job sites, things get stolen. But I honestly, in my ignorance, I did not think Lego would be one of those things. Lego is val- like it's easily easy to value because it is based on how many pieces there are and there are some pieces that are like very common pieces mm-hmm. and then there are some that only come in certain sets so like the, obviously the bigger it is the more expensive it is but yeah, I mean we're looking at for anything for like adults or like a fun big set it's at least $100 now at least which is what yeah so oh yeah isn't the new Titanic the, the most amount of pieces in one yeah and that ridiculously awesome Home Alone McAllister house right 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 yeah but those are but like that'll be four hundred dollars for that. What? Oh yeah. Holy. Yeah. They should raise base the price off of how much pain you could inflict on your enemies when they step on. <laughs> well, I was thinking if you want to, because this eventually will go to like home security, they'll start busting into homes, going, "Hey, they have four kids. Likelihood is they got a whole whack load of Lego." Next thing you know, there's going to be breaking enters of people stealing your mix and match bins of Legos. So your security system is just pour them by the windows at night? Yeah. <laughs> this is reminding me of when, like, Pokemon cards first came out. And, like, it was, there were, like, some child gangs starting over oh, who, yeah. like, there was one kid in my cool that, school that had a Charizard. And I feel like that's going to be the new thing for Lego pieces. You know, like, there's going to be some some recess trading going on. There's going to be some underground groups. And then one day the school just ban it I if just, they haven't already. just read a story about a guy who, um... He got COVID. He got small business COVID relief funds. It was like sixty-eight thousand dollars, and he spent fifty-seven thousand of those on one Pokemon card. What? Yeah. What? It was a Charizard. Yeah. Did they make him give it back? Oh yeah. He is. That is a lot of fraud charges going on there. (laughs) But holy boring when it comes to that. Like, uh, there's like the police auction or the government does an auction. That's where you would go to literally steal it because you're going to go in there and you're going to pay uh, Pokemon cart. Who's got $6? Yeah. <laughs> Do we have a $6 bid on this one? All right, moving on to the stolen Porsche. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where there's real interest. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Claire joins us on the line. She's going to uh, jump in. Claire, our first back in like a week and a half to beat Backstage Ben. Oh, so let's uh, let's hope you're primed and ready for this. Claire's getting ready. No she, she starts uh, work a little bit later this morning, a radiation therapist. And uh, so she's the healthcare background, which, Claire, I don't know if you're aware of how much you follow the game. This is usually beneficial. The trivia side for those in healthcare always often seem to come up on the good side of all of this when we play trivia. Yes. So, hey, you know what? We can go with a little hope today. That starts and then that's fine. So if you're brand new to it, 
This is how the game plays. We know Claire, uh, she's aware of what's up, but we're going to kick Benny out of the room with his mask on. And while that is all happening, we're going to get Claire locked in. She gets three trivia questions first from Laura Geddes, and then Benny comes back in. Most points out of three wins. It's incredibly straightforward. Claire, you ready to do this? Let's do this. Okay, Claire, here we go. Are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I sure am. Okay, is Jeff ready to beat Backstage Ben? I'm okay. I think I'm okay. (laughs) I can't see Jeff. Okay, so I've been working out of the Waterloo studios for quite some time now, and I can't see Jeff on the screen. I just heard the thud. Are you all right? I know you had a big, long drive back from Ottawa yesterday. Well, I know you're a radiation therapist, Claire, but after this, I may need stitches. I'll do my best. Okay, Claire. First question. What is anthropology the study of? Oh, I know this. Um, I want to say, I know it's not bones, but, um, oh, um, like digging up remains. That's not a good answer, is it? Uh, Hey, that's actually a great guess. However, it is incorrect. (laughs) 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 Anthropology... Anthropology is the study of people, both past and present, with a focus on understanding human condition, both culturally and biologically. And it's a great store to shop in if you've never been. Look at them uh, online. Is it? Yeah. They're the ones that sold a, like, what was it? Wasn't it like a $500 Christmas stick oh, yeah. a couple years ago? I didn't oh. say it was reasonably priced at all. It's just a fun place to shop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Second question, Claire. The unit of measurement for the direction and speed of your computer mouse is called a what? Oi. Direction and speed. They're really hard today, Laura. A unit yep. of measurement. Oh my lord. I've never heard of that. Any gases? Anything? Three. That is incorrect. Uh, You're going to giggle once you hear this one. The direction and speed of a mouse is measured in Mickey's. What? Yep. I cannot make this up. The sensitivity of a computer mouse is likewise measured in Mickey's per inch, while the speed is measured in Mickey's per second. I will never forget that now. (laughs) Yep. Unfortunately, if Backstage Ben gets it wrong, he'll never forget that one either. (laughs) Okay. Third and final question. What is the world's most expensive spice by weight? Expensive what? Sorry? Spice. Spice. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with saffron. Yeah, you got it. Hallelujah. Have you had it? Has anybody here ever had saffron? Yes, I have had saffron. One time my mom made this like amazing, I think it was like carrot cake with saffron. Oh, it was the best carrot cake I've ever had. How do you describe the flavor? What does saffron add? Heavenly. I don't know. It just like is sweet and like aromatic and it's, oh. Okay. All right. Well, I will, uh, I will call Benny back. Benny! Oh, hold on. He's actually in another studio right now. So just, really? just excuse me for a quick minute. Oh, wow. Could Benny pay attention to one radio show at a time? <laughs> Please and thank you. <laughs> I now see Jeff Kelly. He is out of studio. I don't see anybody on my screen right now. That is either a good thing or a bad thing. Let's hope that they both brought their key cards with them. Okay. Got it all locked down? Yep. 
All Everything's right. all right? Our uh, sister station doing A-OK over there, too? Nope, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So uh, we ended up with a single point okay. today for Claire on Beat Backstage Ben. Let's see what uh, the Ben can do. Claire, would you like to trash talk at all? You going down, Ben? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First question. What is anthropology the study of? Uh, human behavior. Yep. I'll take that. People, past and present. Present. That yep. works. Okay. The unit of measurement for the direction and speed of your computer mouse is uh, measured in what? I didn't know it was measured. <laughs> um, like in the amount of aggravation yeah. when it sticks and doesn't slide on oh, the desk. Oh, yeah, I forgot I've witnessed backstage Ben throw a mouse before. <laughs> so it's that not one yeats. was. It's yeah. not Yeats. It's not Yeats. Or miles per hour. Yeah. Uh, I, ha- I couldn't even tell you. I've got no answer for this one. Okay, I was looking for a Mickey. You're kidding me. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Uh, the computer mouse is measured in Mickey's per inch, the sensitivity, while the speed is measured in Mickey's per second. Imagine being the person that's your job, coming up with names. I feel yeah. like it's the person that also named the dongle. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on. Like, I feel like that's a very stressful job, innovating and making new technology. you got to have fun with it somewhere. I salute Yeah, the true. Okay, fair enough. Okay, third and final question. What is the world's most expensive spice by weight? I can hear Claire saying, don't get it. Yeah, I hear that too. (laughs) Oh. Saffron? Ah, you're correct. Yes. Wow. I just watched him go into the back of his brain. Oh, yeah. I watched yeah. his eyes roll back that was close. in his head. <laughs> Holy crap. That was an impressive scene, Claire. I know it was unfortunate, and Benny does pick up the win. Yes. Congrats. But, man, I I thought he would lock. I'm like, oh, nope, this is going to be a tie. Yeah. No, there it is. <laughs> a 2-1 loss. See, that one stings a little bit. That stings because you were right there. The level of difficulty on these questions, Claire, pretty high. Very easily an out of 8 out of 10 for difficulty level. So, yeah, commend you, Laura Geddes, for uh, stacking this trio together. Claire, great effort. Love to welcome you back down the road to try to redeem yourself. You're on. <laughs> Deal. Absolutely. She's up yep. for it. We'll give you a chance, just like Claire, tomorrow at around 8.40 to try and beat Backstage Ben. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio.